Hey, it's Arrow. It's time to play it forward. These are real people, real stories, the struggle to play it forward. Episode number 519 is with Chaz West of Westbound. How are you? Doing I'm nothing. I'm in, we're in, uh, I'm in Massachusetts right now. We start shows on Thursday here on the East Coast. Yeah, how, how about that? You guys, Westbound is on the East Coast. You, you went Eastbound to get on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> we're, we're, we're playing Westbound, too. We're playing at the Whiskey A Go-Go also next week. So, in the next week. So, we're doing all over. The East Coast, West, you know, Westbound, Eastbound, and Southbound. And, and you know, somebody's not ever going to believe you when you say, you know, there was a two-year period there where we couldn't go in any direction. But they're going to say, what? <laughs> but I'm bumped. Yeah, exactly. Hey, speaking I mean, as, as John Lennon sang many years ago, it was like, it's like starting over. Oh, isn't that the truth? Know? So have you had to recondition yourself? Um, a little bit at first. You know, we did start, we did a summer run back in june and july so yeah first couple of shows i kind of felt it but then you kind of fall back into you know place and becomes like a well-oiled machine yeah the the one thing i haven't gotten used to yet all the politics that are involved on being on that stage and all the the players and stuff and it's like oh i didn't miss this yeah 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 exactly (laughs) well that's the one good thing about being in my band it's you know i have the final say i'll listen to what anybody has to say but at the same time, it's my band. It's the first time I'm not a hired singer for somebody. So, yeah, you know. Now, we're so all. One of the advantages, of course, the disadvantage also is you get all the credit, you also get all the blame. That's when right. Things don't go right. So they. Yeah. <laughs> right. Double edged, a double edged sword, as they say. So, so whereabouts on the East Coast are you going to travel? What, what are the cities? Oh, we got New Jersey. Yes. Um, New York City, and then upstate New York. That's got to be pretty fun. There's a lot of music history in that in that entire region right there. Oh, yeah. I remember even when I was at the Bonham Band, we did really well in upstate New York area, like Buffalo, Rochester. Yep. You know, we're going to be right in Niagara Falls this time. Oh, man. man. And, uh, you know, we had a little warm-up thing here in uh, in Massachusetts also. So, B, you, you talked about the Whiskey A Go-Go. How do you go to that stage and not want to just sit there on the edge and, and listen to the walls? I swear it was like I felt their energy yeah. and it was even it was weird because the sound man or the monitor man is called man something's weird going on tonight things are happening that don't normally happen like the things shutting off and not working <laughs> and I go yeah I think that's and I'm wearing a Jim Morrison ripped t-shirt right and I was like yeah I think it could be the spirits of Jim and Mario and he goes I think you're right <laughs> because this is weird you know I'm here five six nights a week never seen this happen like things were just not working breaking down all of a sudden just go out you know like and it was like what yeah so, <laughs> yeah you, i know you had a connection with with ronnie james dio I've, I've had the opportunity to to be with his wife a couple of times my god the, that whole entire circle of history as well as the musicians that brought that sound to life oh yeah absolutely ronnie was such a great guy I mean, he really went out of his way to, you know, he encouraged me and he gave me advice what to do, what not to do, you know, and that's when I met him and I was in, on the same bill with him in, in South America is how it happened. And, uh, you know, and then he continued for the entire rest of his life. I mean, I saw him, I don't know, probably within about six months or so, maybe a little more than that before he passed. Um, and it was for Vinnie Appice's birthday party. Yeah. And it was great. He was still cracking jokes, and we were talking about you know stories in the past, and he was telling us stuff. He was just such a he, such a great man. Yeah. It was such a loss. 
you know, he really, he really, you know, I was a kid, you know, it was my first major, major tour that we're touring in South America doing, you know, football stadiums or soccer stadiums. And, uh, you know, he took the time to like, you know, give me advice. And like I said, he encouraged me and before, you know, first he, you know, he said, man, I, you blew me away. I was sitting backstage going, who's that kid singing with Bonzo's kid, you know? So, <laughs> so that was pretty cool, you know? And, and yeah, right. And, um, he gave me his phone number and said, you know, keep in touch with me, you know? Um, and of course it's funny cause now I live in Encino, which, you know, that's where he lives. And I'm, I'm probably maybe about a half a mile from where Are he lived. Are you kidding so, me? Wow. You talk no. about ghosts on the wall, man. Exactly. Isn't that weird? <laughs> I know it's strange. Cause at the time I was living in Hollywood, you know, I was just a kid. Um, but yeah, that's, I live very close to where he lived. So, now, growing up in Hollywood and so close to the Sunset Strip and stuff like that, I mean, did that play a, a big role in your life or did you stay on the outside and then make your move? No, I it tried. I mean, I never really got the break. I was a kid, you know, I came out here. I wasn't born and raised in this, you know, in L.A. Um, I was a kid who came out here for, you know, going after a big dream like mm-hmm. so many others. I had an opportunity. It didn't work out um, right away. And I'm an underage kid. And it's like, what am I going to do? And I ended up getting a job at the Troubadour nightclub as a doorman. Wow. And yeah. And it was like, because the manager, he knew the manager of this band, which didn't work out. And uh, because he, and he's the, you know, the manager felt bad and he was dropping. He's like, I'm dropping those guys because they've all said that labels have all said the same thing that. They want a singer, you know, that uh, they need better vocalist and front man. And he goes, they're not going for it. There's two older brothers that were stubborn. So he says, what do you want to do? And I said, well, I'd love to stay out here, Craig, but I don't know anyone, which is the <laughs> truth. I didn't know a fucking single soul, you know. And so he said, well, you know, let's go out tonight. I'll take you out because my girlfriend's out of town. And uh, we went out, and the last place we went to was the Troubadour nightclub. And he knew the manager, the guy that was a manager at the Troubadour knew the manager of the span. And he says to me, so I'm sorry things didn't work out, you know, that band. He goes, but Greg says you'd like to stay out here. And I said, yeah, I'd love to. I just don't know anybody, you know. And what do I do? Where do I stay? And he goes, well, would you want to work here? (laughs) I said, sure. What do I do? He goes, well, you look, you know, you look good. Look like you could handle yourself. You'd be a doorman and maybe help behind the bar a little bit. He goes, you won't make a lot of money, but, you know, enough to meet other musicians. We'll make sure you're fed. I said, okay, you know, I'm (laughs) 19, 20 years old, you know. 20 years old and it's like okay and then he's like oh well where am i gonna stay and he's like well i got a couch you can crash on you know all i ask is my girlfriend comes over like tuesdays and thursdays so you know bugger off then and you come down here you know we'll give you a couple of beers and a burger you know (laughs) you know and then i'm like he's like hey by the way i mean do you have a girlfriend and i did at the time but you know she was out of state obviously i was i was moving and i was like no and he's like well because she's got some hot girlfriends i think you know yeah. you might want to meet so, <laughs> so that's, that's how it happened so i you know i stayed for a couple of months on his couch and worked there and sure enough did you know go up, ended up with a couple of her his girlfriend's girlfriends and uh <laughs> and then met other musicians you know obviously and so so the sunset strip thing i did get to experience a little bit of it 
but not much. Yeah. And I didn't really have any major success there. You know, all of a sudden the call for Bonham came out of nowhere. Yeah. But because that person had seen me play on the strip or at the Troubadour, um, that's why he knew about like, oh, you know, and I was, he gave me the number and then for the, you know, for Jason's manager and then um, like Ralph Sands, you know, Michael Starr from Steel Panther. So, you know, because he auditioned like the day before me. I remember we even talked about that wow. years later. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. So anyway, that, doesn't so. it fascinate you, though, the way that, that musicians, you, you, everybody, listeners think that, you know, there's this gigantic war between the band members. But in reality, the more and more I dig into this, it's all about collaborating. Oh, absolutely. Especially as we've gotten older. I mean, maybe we're a little more cutthroat and competitive when we were younger. Absolutely. You have to be, you know, to try to get somewhere. But as you get older and, it, you know, if you've reached some of, you know, some of your goals and then uh, at least some of them, then, uh, yeah, you kind of like you want everybody to succeed, you know, <laughs> yeah. back when you were a kid, it was like, you know, you're in a gang, it's our gang, <laughs> yep. our gang. you know, <laughs> in a band. That's what it was like, you know. One, so. of, one of the things that's made rock such a, a, a major staple in our lives is the image of the band. And, and I've always believed, in fact, I wear my hair long, but I just think that rock needs to have the long hair. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, I, I, it's to me, it's normal yeah. to have my hair longish, but, but to me, it's just hair. I mean, if somebody feels more comfortable <laughs> with shorter hair or a mohawk or shaving <laughs> their head, it doesn't matter. Fine. You know, I mean, Jason started losing his hair young. You know, he just got lucky that, uh, you know, that all of a sudden shaving your head became fashionable. <laughs> so it was okay. <laughs> there, there, there's such a, a rock movement going on right now and it, and it, as because you've been a part of the industry for so long do you want it to be at the forefront again or do you still or do you like the idea that it's still a little bit underground with a little bit of darkness and mystery well i like a little of both yeah i would like it to be more forefront so you know i think it's finally starting to happen where it's you know they're paying attention or at least younger people are paying attention more to uh, more rock as opposed to just hip-hop and pop mm -hmm. You know, I do see that, which I think is really positive. They're, they're seeing through the bullshit, you know. Um, <laughs> you just talked to my nephew about this the other night. He's 21, you know, and he's listening to ACDC and, <laughs> and Aerosmith. And I'm like, what? Yeah, and he's, I mean, even stuff that's even more obscure. And then I'm like, Motley Crue. He's like, oh, I love this record. And he wasn't born, you know, for 20 years, for 20 years. So I know. But uh, but it gives me hope, you know, for the future of, uh, you know, of rock, hard rock, heavy metal. And, um, you know, he's even he was even saying, oh, yeah, a lot of new hip hop, you know, rap artists, because he loved some of that crap years ago. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's they're seeing into it. Just said, yeah, it's all crap. The lyrics suck. And, you know, there's no thought put into it. And it's just, you know, all sampled and and, uh, you know, um, not real. And they're, and they're starting to, you know, so that gave me some hope. I'm like, good, okay. Yeah, but because I've been saying for years, a lot of it. I mean, look, I try to be open-minded, you know, as far as my musical taste. And, and I do. I mean, I love some of the older raps, hip-hop stuff, LL Cool J and mm -hmm. Run DMC and Beastie Boys, some of that stuff, you know. But that at least there was some, or and um, what's his name? Um, Eight Mile, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Eminem. You know. Oh, Eminem. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, there's, you know, Kid Rock, there's thought and, you know, and creativity put into it. It's not just ripping off someone else's songs and then, and just, you know, rapping over it. And, 
and calling it your own. Yeah, so. yeah, because right now uh, Beyonce's in a little bit of trouble because they, they say that she, she borrowed uh, Right Said Fred's I'm So Sexy. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I was not aware of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's like, okay, here we go again. We've been here before. Here we go again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> True. So <laughs> what, what about studio time these days? Do you guys head into the studio or are we doing it in home studios? Um, the last record was mainly done in home studios. Yeah, I yeah. mean, um, we did. I did have like Jimmy, my one of the guitarists, uh, come over. And, you know, and he'd come to my home studio and we'd play on that. We'd record on that. So we did work a little bit together, but it started out, that record, Westbound Volume 1, was just myself and Roy Z, um, you know, who produced and co-wrote the record with me, exception for the for the exception of the two songs that I did with Brian Tishy. Yeah. Um, right. And so, uh, so it was just he and I. And then I got, you know, Dave, I got Chili, Dave Moreno involved because you know we've been friends for many many years and uh so the three of us i remember together in a room and we wrote dance of life like that day it was like within wow. i had yeah he had some chord progression ideas and i had some melody ideas and i remember we had the, I had the basis of the song except for you know working out all the you know the, the rough edges but uh later on but like within first hour a couple hours so yeah do you, do you find yourself at any time wanting to do anything like uh, the, the Beatles documentary, Get Back to Where? Maybe it's time to start documenting this on film for, for future oh, fans and that. stuff. I, yeah. I mean, yeah, I always try to get some video and pictures. I mean, it's not, unfortunately, I'm old school, so it's not my forte. I mean, everybody's always like, oh, take the selfies immediately, right? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know go get a selfie here, selfie here. So, you know, I mean, I, I'm not that guy, but um, but I always try to get some of it. Yes, yeah, some some or have somebody take you know take some video footage, or and or pictures. So yeah, yeah, because time is moving so quickly as it is. I mean, you could sit there and say, all right, we're going to spend the next year working on an album. All of a sudden, that year is up. You go, what would we do? I, well, exactly. I, I didn't write it down. Exactly right. It's true. Time flies, and it's just you know. I mean, look at the during the pandemic, like two years just flew back. Three years yep. flew by. Yep. It's like you know, and you know, we went for a year and a half of it. At least we were able to do fuck all. So. <laughs> <you know. laughs> so what what what's the go to food on this particular tour? Do you do you do you stop in at the Taco Bell? Do you hit a fast food burger, or do you hit a Seven Eleven? Um, no, I've not. I've never got too low as a Seven Eleven. That, that's more like when I was really a broke kid. I'm not, I think we could at least go to uh, a fast food place or Denny's. The Denny's, you know? yeah. There you go. You know, but I try and eat healthier these days. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. So oh, yeah. I mean, we all slip sometimes, but I try to like. I, I'm sticking to. I stick mainly to uh, a keto kind of diet during yeah. the week. You know, and then during the on weekends, maybe I'll you know go off, go off a little bit here and there, <laughs> but. You know, especially if I'm going night after night after night, you know. Yep. How are you keeping those vocals in tune? Because, I mean, I mean, I mean, nowadays, I mean, especially with you being on the East Coast, the leaves are changing. There's a lot of mildew and stuff out there. How are you keeping those vocals? Oh, yeah. It's the allergies. I can feel that. Definitely. No, I'm okay. You know, actually, I'm very fortunate. The more I sing, the better, usually. It's if I don't do enough of it. That's why, you know, like during the downtime, I was just recording as much as I could. Yep. singing in the car or whatever you know because <laughs> that's, that's what happens no it's it's like it's, yeah i know it's if, like if you don't do it like forms cobwebs kind of thing <laughs> you know it's i'm 
Right. I've always said that being like a singer and a drummer, the you know, the most physical jobs there are in a band. You know, it's like being an athlete. You gotta do it all the time or yep. else, you know, you start having problems. Yep. You know, and and, and of course as a drummer, you have to do muscles and bones and all the joints, you know, as you get older. And then of, as a vocalist, yeah, it's you know, it's, it's your instrument is in your neck. So That's it. That's yeah. It. <laughs> so true, so true. Where can you know? where can listeners go to find out more about the current tour to you know to jump on and, and, and to find out more about what you guys are doing musically um you go to west my last name westboundofficial.com there you go that is the website and that then that links up to instagram and facebook and everything so all right man you got to come back to this show anytime in the future the door is always going to be open oh, for you dude thank you arrow i really appreciate it man it's really great chatting with you where are you where are you at down here in charlotte oh sure we were just there oh no. No, I'm sorry. We were in Charleston. Well, mistake. Charleston, Charlotte. I mean, I mean, Charleston's still right here in the South, man. So, did you, yeah, you, right. you get any of that good food over there in Charleston? Oh hell yeah, love it. <laughs> oh god, the jambalaya and all that. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> love the Cajun food. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, we were there in when was it June? Late June, we were there in wow. Savannah. Oh Late yeah, Savannah. Yeah. We did Charleston. It's right. I think it was right outside of Charleston. It's called Ladson. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's like it's like a suburb of Charleston, I believe. Wow, wow. Well, you got to come yeah. back to the South again, dude. The doors are always going to be open for you. My my pleasure, definitely. I look forward to it. All right, dude. You have a great day, All right, okay? Hello. What was that? You have a great day today. Hey, you too. All right. Have a great evening. It's great talking with you.